It is exactly 7.45 on a Saturday morning, and that means it's time for a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hello, Denny. How are you today? I'm doing quite well. It's a beautiful morning. Yes, it is. And this morning, uh, well, today is Margarita Day. It is. Yes, it's Enjoy a Margarita Day. So, you know what I thought I might talk a little bit about this morning would be tequila. Uh, tequila is a very, very interesting beverage. It's made from the agave plant. And actually, the production of it with the mash and how they ferment it, etc., it, it reminds me a little bit of how you make wine, but it, but it obviously isn't the same. Uh, there is a town called Tequila in Mexico, and it's in the state of Jalisco. It's J-A-L-I-S-C-O. And uh, it's made from the agave plant, uh, which is like a cactus, and it's made from the center of it. And then there's uh, blue agave, which is a little classier, etc., than the regular agave. But the, the soil of the region, Mexico owns the name tequila. It's been recognized by the common market. It's been recognized in the Canadian, Mexican, USA Pact, etc. They have the right to use that name. And the only one, and the, the area that tequila comes from in Jalisco is the only place in all of Mexico where you can make tequila. And it, the Mexican laws uh, state exactly where you can make it. And like you say, it, it is a protected name and a protected designation and has been for about 25 years. Uh, the only place in the world where they ship uh, tequila in bulk is into the United States to be bottled. The rest of it has to be bottled in tequila uh, in the area in Jalisco. The cha- reason for that was uh, we were a pretty big market for tequila, and a lot of it was shipped in bulk into this country, and they made the exception. But the tequila itself has to come from that Jalisco. And, of course, uh, what made tequila so popular, obviously, was the margarita. But preceding the margarita was something called a tequila sunrise. It's tequila, orange juice, and grenadine. And I remember when that first became popular, uh, it introduced an awful lot of young people to tequila. Today, tequila is so different than it was when I started out in this business so long ago. Uh, tequila, there were only one or two, and uh, there's only a few families in tequila. Uh, and uh, they told me at the time when I went to tequila, which is, again is 45 years ago, I think, uh, that most tequilas uh, shouldn't be more than $20 a bottle. It was plenty. And, of course, about 22 years ago, a bottle sold at auction for over a quarter of a million dollars. So I guess that rule about the $20 is sort of out the window. The history of tequila, uh, is the natives, the uh, pre-Columbian people, made a kind of a, a fermented beverage from the agave plant called pulque, and that was very, very popular. And then when the Europeans came and the conquistadors ran out of their own brandy, they began to distill agave and, of course, created tequila. It was the first indigenous spirit that was created in the New World. And uh, in about 
1600, they started to produce and mass-produce tequila and uh, sell it all throughout Mexico and our Southwest, which was part of Mexico at the time. Uh, And then, uh, I think still in the 1600s, one of the Spanish kings granted the Cuervo family uh, the right and license to commercially produce tequila. So there's some history to tequila. Sousa tequila, again, was a very early tequila. It came about in the late 18th century. And they were the first ones, Sousa, to export to the United States. It used to be called tequila extract, and they shortened it to the Sousa family just to tequila for the American markets. And... uh it, it took off in this country just beautifully, uh, particularly in the Southwest. And it wasn't that it became a really a national beverage till about 30 years ago with the popularity, as I said, of that tequila sunrise and then margaritas. And then people started to monkey around with the classic margarita recipe and do strawberry and other flavor margaritas uh, that enhanced uh, the sweetness of the margarita. Uh, you know, the Mexicans uh, and the natives down there usually drink tequila with, uh, and they drink it neat in a little uh, cabalito, it's called, straight up and down shot glass. And they take a shot of that tequila, a little bit of lemon, and then some salt. And, of course, lemon, you know, you, when you make a margarita, you almost can't put too much squeezed limes in rather than lemons. Lime juice is a little more piquant than lemon juice, and it makes a better margarita, in my opinion, than uh, than lemons does. Although tequila, a lot of them are family-owned brands today because of the international uh, changes in spirits and all that, a lot of big companies own tequila operations. There are about maybe 1,500 to 2,000 different names uh, and brands of tequila around the world because of that. And uh, each bottle of tequila has to have a serial number on it. And that serial number indicates which distillery produced the tequila. And because so many distilleries are used, uh, multiple brands can come from the very same location. In other words, uh, make a batch of tequila and put it into different bottles and different labels, but it's all basically the same thing. And then the, a lot of them will uh, change this and that to make their own a little more distinctive. Uh, tequila, of course, has become, as I said, so very, very popular. When you make tequila, it's clear, like it, almost any spirit is. It's, it's absolutely colorless, like vodka. And it, when a tequila gets darker, that means that tequila has been aged in oak barrels. And from those oak barrels, it leaches that brown color. So today, when you get a, an aged tequila, uh, they're usually darker. And then they can have dark tequila, um, but again, it gets its color from being in wood. And that being in wood, it can be in wood anywhere from three months to three years, and some even longer. But uh, the, the tequila itself is produced by, from these agave plants. They 
call it a peanut because you know it looks like a giant pineapple, the, the agave plant. And what they do is they trim it, and the center of the plant uh, is what they ferment, and they bake that so it's mushy uh, and soft, and then they start a mash, uh, and it goes down into the different fructoses, etc., and then it creates alcohol, uh, the natural yeast, etc., and then the stuff that's left over, they, they don't waste a thing there. They use it for fertilizer for the fields. They, you know, they have tens of thousand acres of these agave plants, and like I say, they sort of look like a giant pineapple. And uh, the extracted juice then is put into stainless steel vats to ferment. And uh, then this is distilled once to produce ordinary tequila. Then noble tequila is uh, uh, distilled a couple, three times. And then the añejo, which is older, uh, is even a third time. And uh, this gives all the tequilas the different variant flavors, etc. cetera. Uh, the, during the fermentation process, when you make tequila, uh they extract those different flavors and that's what makes people like tequila so much uh and it's become popular in the United States not only to drink as a margarita but uh to drink neat and young people seem to just absolutely love it and i'm i've become astonished in the my observation of the production of tequila from around the world is how it's changed and how much people absolutely love it. Uh, when the sugar is distilled in an agave plant and that fermentation is over, uh, the alcohol comes out at about uh, 80 to 100%. And then they dilute it a little bit so uh, that the they get the alcohol concentrate down to about 80% uh proof which is about 40% alcohol uh, as i said tequila comes in all sorts of colors from clear to dark brown and it really depends on the aging process as i mentioned the white version of tequila known as either silver or blanco is obtained without aging at all and then uh when the stuff is aged it gets uh, that color, and when it's aged in wood, it gets a deeper color, and uh, that's how you get the the variation in color. As I said before, with by aging it in oak barrels, um, there's a lot of different compounds in tequila, and that's what gives it its very unique taste, in my opinion. Uh, it it has a distinctive flavor just like a lot of spirits do, gin, etc., unlike vodka, which has very little flavor at all. Uh, tequila is one of those things where uh, if you really like it, uh, you love it. And young people, as I said, seem to be the real bellwingers when it comes to tequila. They all just seem to gravitate towards some of these newer tequilas. And, and much to the shock of my old friend Sousa, uh, Tequilas today, $20 is about normal 
for a bottle of tequila. And he thought at the time, again, 45 years ago, that that should be the top anybody should ever play, pay for tequila. Uh, there's a misconception about people. You talk about tequila with a worm. Well, if they find worm, they throw them away because that usually means uh, that the plant has been infected and if you squeeze it and make tequila out of it, it'll be very low quality. So, But they do still sell it with the worm in it, uh, as people think that that makes it much better. But in, in fact, like I say, if they find those larvae, little worms in uh, the agave plant, they pitch it out because it means the plant's been uh, infected. But somehow that got established with the worm and virility and etc., uh, that it uh, represents premium tequila. Well, it doesn't really. So now everybody who's listening to me can uh, know at least that that uh, worm in the tequila thing is a total myth. Um, there are several types of tequila. As I said earlier, Blanco is the white tequila. Uh, then there's Reposo, which is a, a rested tequila. Uh, it spends less than a year in oak barrels. And then there's Añejo, which is aged tequila, and it has to be aged a minimum uh, of one year, and most of it's aged about three. And then there's Extra Añejo, and Extra Añejo has to be aged at least three years in the barrel. As I said, in Mexico, the traditional way to drink tequila is what they call in the bar business neat. That means without anything, just straight. And uh, followed with a little lime and salt. Uh, Also in Mexico, uh, often you get a sangrita, which is a shot of tequila, and then another shot, which is uh, this sangrita. It's a sweet and sour, spicy drink. It's made from a little orange or tomato juice and hot chili. And an equal shot of that with a shot of tequila is very, very popular when you're traveling in Mexico to have that uh, sangrita and the shot of tequila. Uh, Tequila, again, is served with salt and a slice of lime, and maybe that's why they become to salt the rim on a margarita glass when you have it, and often put a lime as a garnish on it. Uh, But margarita itself was an American invention. It was invented during Prohibition in one of the border towns, and it became very, very popular. And as time goes on, it's still more popular than ever. Today, you can get even uh, pre-made margaritas. Uh, However, uh, there's a a place called Tre Agave, and it's a margarita mix, which is just wonderful, in my opinion. Of all the margarita mixes there are, Tre Agave is the best one and gives you the uh, best tequila uh, margarita. Uh, however, you know, as I said, a friend of mine who made fabulous margaritas always told me his classic uh, recipe always include, included extra lime juice, and that's what made his margaritas taste so bloody good. How about that? Well, Jack, uh, we'll talk something like this maybe on El Cinco de Mayo. But, yes. But if you... Was- if you want to check out some great uh, tequilas and sample some, I know Haskell's will help you out. Indeed. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine, but they do carry, you know, we are a liquor store as well. We carry all sorts of things in our selection, and tequila is absolutely wonderful. So if you're going to celebrate Margarita Day, come on in. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars 
on wine and big dollars on tequila as well. Our favorite tequila is called Verizon, and a V-I-Z-O-N, and it's very good. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault. Uh, and Maple Grove, our super sellers, not to be missed. In downtown Minneapolis, there's free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Plymouth, St. Paul, uh, Minnetonka, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, Haskell's does deliver. And stop in today and taste some tequila. Excellent, Jack. Let's talk again next week. I'm going to look forward to that, Danny. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.